This is Dr. Dave, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about guilt. Guilt is a hazardous substance, and you must handle it with care. Nearly everyone has been exposed to the debilitating effects of guilt. People often attempt to use it to motivate others to change in a positive direction. Unfortunately, guilt rarely transforms lives in a positive direction, and usually it has the opposite effect. People overwhelmed by guilt suffer from low self-esteem, and guilt places them in a non-resourceful state. There's a great risk that the debilitating effects of guilt will make positive change more difficult. Guilt is relatively ineffective as a motivator for positive change. It falls more into the realm of punishment that you deal out to others or to yourself. When guilt is repeatedly applied to an individual, he quickly becomes immune to its application. Each new dose of guilt is less effective in moving behavior in the desired direction. Guilt has a tendency to immobilize people into a state of inertia. They tend to wallow in it and spend time punishing themselves for their mistakes. Punishing yourself with guilt won't make up for your mistakes. If you want to make up for the things you've done wrong, do something positive to help those in need. But don't waste your time and energy in a masochistic guilt ritual. It won't make the world a better place or help other people. It won't make your life better or fix the problem that caused the guilt in the first place. Guilt has the wrong focus. It focuses on your weaknesses and on past undesirable behavior. Whatever you focus on expands into your life. When you make other people feel guilty, you aren't helping them. You're focusing them on the wrong thing. You're giving them an unhealthy focus that predisposes them to repetition of undesirable behavior. The word guilt is actually an acronym, G-U-I-L-T. Guilt unleashes incredibly limiting thoughts. When you feel guilty, inertia takes over and limitations multiply in your life like jackrabbits in the outback of Australia. Guilt would be great if it made you stronger. If it supercharged your life and turned on your afterburners, then guilt would be your best friend. Unfortunately, guilt does the opposite. It makes you weaker, it puts sand in your supercharger, and it snuffs out your afterburner. When guilt has completed its dastardly deed, it recites a litany of limitations just to remind you that you are a worthless human being and there is no chance that your life will ever improve. In fact, there is no limit to how miserable your life can become when guilt is in control. Guilt is a non-resourceful state. Your best chance for creating positive change occurs when you are in an empowered state and you feel like change is possible. It doesn't make sense to load yourself up with guilt, which places you in a non-resourceful state, and then expect that all your problems will magically disappear. Guilt initiates a downward spiral of low self-esteem, undesirable behavior, more guilt, lower self-esteem, and worse behavior. The downward spiral ends in despair, depression, and desperation. Don't punish yourself with guilt. Instead, use it sparingly as an alarm to tell you when there is a problem. If you discover a problem, solve it. Don't waste your time and energy feeling guilty about it. Don't put guilt in your travel bags. 
Lugging around a burden of guilt is wasting energy that could be spent in making the world a better place. You will never break the back of negative thinking by punishing yourself with guilt. Healthy guilt is time-limited and proportional to the offense. When you break the laws that govern the moral universe, you should feel guilty. God put the capacity for guilt in your heart as an alarm to prevent you from making tragic mistakes. God designed guilt to help you stay on course as you move in the direction of your dreams. He didn't mean for guilt to be punishment or to be an instrument of self-destruction. Guilt is unhealthy when it's not time-limited and when it's out of proportion to the magnitude of the offense. Depression often has a strong component of guilt. People who feel guilty need to look at their watch and get out their calculator to see if their guilt passes the test. If they have an all-pervading sense of guilt that goes on endlessly, then their guilt is unhealthy. If they stub their toe on moral molehills and end up with a mountain of guilt, then their guilt is clearly out of proportion to their offenses. They need professional help to restore wholeness to their heart and mind. People overwhelmed by guilt need the assistance of competent counselors who can help them regain a positive perspective and put their guilt in its proper place. Guilty people often try to treat themselves, and too often they fail in their attempt at self-help. Guilt is a condition that truly benefits from a second opinion by an objective third party. Good physicians get second opinions all the time, and they're glad to get them. If you're having a problem with guilt, a second opinion will probably turn your life around. Whenever you feel guilty, your watch and calculator can be your best friends. If your guilt doesn't pass the watch and calculator test, then it's time for a second opinion. Religious authorities sometimes use guilt to manipulate people. They create an atmosphere in which overscrupulous victims are made to feel eternally guilty for every mistake that they've ever made. Unfortunately, the wrong people are being burdened with a sense of guilt that they don't deserve. The people who should feel guilty seem totally immune to this type of manipulation. This strategy takes aim on the guilty but hits the innocent right between the eyes. It harms more people than it helps, and it reflects poorly on those who practice it. Jesus didn't pile on guilt, and you shouldn't do it either. You will only hurt yourself and the people that you love. Jesus used guilt sparingly, except when he dealt with religious authorities who were ensnared in self-righteousness. These religious know-it-alls thought that they had everything figured out, and if you didn't agree with them, then they didn't hesitate to tell you that you were wrong. They were the God squad. They were addicted to the law, and they had a compulsive need to be right. Their religion was an ostentatious display of self-righteousness. Jesus didn't cut them any slack. He made it clear that the focus of their life was wrong. Jesus would not allow these spiritual bean counters to get away with their hypocrisy. He hit them right between the eyes with a major dose of truth, but the record shows that most of the time it had little positive effect. These meticulously self-righteous people rarely felt guilt. Why should they? After all, they were perfect. You will never see a guilty person made better by heaping more guilt upon their head. Piling on guilt only results in more spiritual and emotional damage. 
Guilty people need love, and they need power to overcome the problem that caused their guilt in the first place. They need to experience the power of God's love so that it can wash guilt from their mind and heal their damaged emotions. Navigating through a wasteland of guilt can be tough if you try to do it on your own. Without God's help, guilt unleashes incredibly limiting thoughts. If you're alive spiritually and God is your Father, guilt no longer casts its long shadow on your life. The acronym for guilt changes to God Unleashes Incredible Love Today. God's love is the antidote for guilt. When God's incredible love rolls through your heart and mind, it washes guilt away. God not only forgives, He forgets. He not only wipes the slate clean, He throws the slate away. Usually you feel guilty for one of two reasons. Either you have violated the laws of the moral universe, and you should feel guilty, or the guilt reflects the twisted thinking associated with depression, and the guilt is inappropriate because you have done nothing wrong. In either case, God's love is the cure. If you have done something wrong, God's love and forgiveness can take care of it. And if you're suffering from the twisted thinking associated with depression, God's love can straighten out your thoughts. The most powerful force in the universe is God's love. Nothing is more effective at eradicating guilt and transforming lives in a positive direction. God loves you and accepts you as you are, and he's going to give you the power to overcome whatever is causing your guilt. Nothing is too hard for God's love. He is the great physician, and healing broken hearts is his specialty. If you have a problem with guilt, open your heart to God's love. You have nothing to lose except an old life dominated by guilt. There is no limit to how good your life can become when your heart is full of God's love. Now, I want to give you an affirmation that will help you deal with guilt. Guilt is a hazardous substance, and I must handle it with care. A burden of guilt lowers my self-esteem and makes it harder for me to be a positive person. Guilt falls more into the realm of punishment, and its debilitating effects make positive change more difficult. Guilt has the wrong focus. It focuses on my weaknesses, failures, and undesirable behavior. What I focus on expands into my mind and then into my life. When I feel guilty, I focus on what is wrong. The negative focus predisposes me to the repetition of undesirable behavior. My best opportunity for creating positive change is when I'm in an empowered state. It doesn't make sense to load myself up with guilt and then expect my behavior to magically improve. I don't punish other people with guilt, and I don't punish myself with it either. If I have a problem, I solve it. I don't waste my time feeling guilty. Instead, I open my heart and mind to God's forgiveness and love so that it can wash guilt out of my life.